0: Hey guys, welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris and Jake is not here. He is sleeping in an air-conditioned cabin across the campground, over by the straight, by the timing tower. I'm over by turn three in this tent, which I left the door open, is full of bugs. So I spent the last 40 minutes killing bugs because I don't like bugs and my air mattress has a hole in it. So I had to patch the air mattress and I'm hoping I don't end up laying on the ground in about two hours. It's much fun. Uh, uh, it's much fun. I make of Jake uh, of him not like not liking to camp. I certainly do envy him tonight. And the best part is, is that I got the air mattress from <laughs> from the attic, and I pull it out, get it out of the bag, and what's at the bottom of the bag? A ton of mouse poop. So I had to clean all that up with glass cleaner and a rag and scrub everything. It has been. It has been a day. Anyway. Interesting evening. And then of course I remembered that hey, I gotta record a podcast for you guys. Uh walked around the paddock a little bit today and I'm always fascinated with the the UOPs, the shadows. And I, you know, I walk up, I talk to the guy a little bit. I said, Hey, who's the guy? Uh who's the guy for these for these shadows? Who do I need to talk to? And the guy points down the way. That's the guy. His name's Jim. So I go over there. He's wearing a She's wearing a shadow shirt with the eyes and everything. Super cool shirt. I think last year was actually the, you know, uh, UOP and the shadows were the, you know, the, the, they always pick a different mark or a different. Like this year it's NASCAR at Road America, like the resurgence of NASCAR or something. Last year it was the shadows, which is a bummer because it was COVID. It's, uh, I would have loved to have seen as all of those together. There's a whole bunch of them here. Anyway, so I go over, I talk to Jim. And uh, we're going to talk to Jim probably again on record uh, tomorrow or the next day. It sounds like he is, he's the guy. When the guy said he's the guy, they really meant he's the guy. So I'm really excited to go do that interview for you guys. I'm going to see if I can, I don't know if it's something that we're going to be able to pull together by Monday or not. I'm not sure what we're going to be up to. I got to talk to Jake. I'm also trying to work out an interview with uh couple of some old school race guys that you would definitely know the name of but i don't want to jinx it so we're not going to say anyway just wanted to check in with you guys we've got an old episode here kind of a i guess you would call it a rerun but i went back and i looked at the stats and uh, not many of you guys have listened to this one and it's one of my favorite episodes it's uh it's about the road trip that i did with alex out to car week and back and it was really this um it's where i had the transcendent moment you know it's where i drove the car next to and i'm sure i talk about in the episode i don't remember so i guess i shouldn't spoil it i'll i'll leave it to myself to tell you the story as i told it three years ago this will actually be a bonus for spotify members too because they haven't heard this one and this is a throwback episode this is episode nine we're well over 300 now so this is way back when that's it for now take care enjoy the episode Hey guys, welcome to Overcrest. So glad that you're here for another episode. I'm Chris and I'm Jake and we've got Alex here in the studio. Hi, Alex. Hey guys, how's it going? He's uh, he's on his Christmas break right now. So we thought he would come in and join us back in studio. Yeah. Talk about uh, we got a couple requests to talk about the road trip. So I thought that we would um, bring him back in and have Jake kind of talk to us about the road trip a little bit. Absolutely. And, uh, Since I was the third party that was not there. Exactly. He was. He was not there. So I thought maybe Alex and I could uh, could tell our story a little bit. Yeah, I'm and excited for this. It's kind of made the rounds now, so I don't know if people are tired of hearing about it. But judging by the amount of people that you're asked not
1: me that popular, Chris. Not everyone <laughs> has read it. Amongst about the this. people
0: that are listening to this, maybe. A, but yeah. we did get some requests, so I thought people uh, might want to hear the story a little bit more. You know, people that can't read a four thousand or the details word article about, you know, know, a
2: little overwrought article about (laughs) what it's like to drive your nine (laughs) eleven through the desert. We don't have that attention span, Chris. Hey, my my ride in Rusty Slamington isn't in the article, so that's true. There you go. So we have more to talk about, is what you're saying. Although I did I did send the video of that to Andrew, so hopefully that'll just
0: the little bit of video that I did. Oh, cool. I don't know where it's gonna go anyway. So.
1: What else we got? What are you up to, Jake? Is it? Uh, did you get anything car related? I for was Christmas? gonna say it's it's post Christmas here, so uh, we should talk. Yeah, if we had any car related Christmas presents, I I did get one item. It, I put 35-inch uh, tires on the truck. That was okay. before Christmas. Well, that's
0: a that's a self-gift. That doesn't really right. count Right. No, but
1: I'm, I'm telling that as a preface to the gift. So my hitch, like whenever I pulled a trailer, it looked like the trailer had reverse rake because now my truck is so much <laughs> okay. higher. So I needed a, a bigger drop hitch, and I got an adjustable one um, that is kind of like a polished aluminum. It looks chromish. Okay. So my wife, it's very phallic looking. So my wife calls it my chrome truck penis. <laughs> Well, that she's, is she jealous? I, is this like some. Wouldn't she, I be jealous? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Well. Are you jealous, Chris? I am. I am. <laughs> so that's what I got. Uh, what about you?
0: I've just been screwing around with the wheels, you know, putting those on and taking some pictures
1: of the new wheels. I, uh, so they, another self cr- Christmas gift.
0: Oh, I, I, for- I
2: forgot about the wheels. The
0: wheels, yeah. Yeah, but they, they don't quite fit. Oh, oh boy so they're very 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 close okay um when I had the when I first bought the car I put 2 2545s on there and it wouldn't fit on one side because the camber was off so I rolled that side okay and that side fits the side that I rolled the fender on yeah so I'm gonna have to add a little bit of camber and fully roll the fenders and then
2: I think
1: how hard I'll be is good. it to adjust the camber on that old 911 not hard no it's, how do you, it's pretty
2: straightforward camber on torsion bar how does I don't remember how you it's do it. It's just constant
1: what? camber. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You can't adjust it. I don't remember how you do it. I'd have to get into it again. Yeah. I've only done
1: it once. And just a reminder for those not in the know, these are your new 1552 wheels right. on yeah, your the, vintage 911. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what That'll size always... tire? You went from a 225 No, to... I went from a 20550. Okay. Well, I went from a 225-45, then I thought
0: those were too sticky because it just wasn't that... Those hard. are our compounds. Those are our compounds. Okay. Then I went to a 20550. That was just a regular street since you got the wheels, you've no, already this, oh, is, okay. this no.
1: Yeah, no, and, I'm just curious because you got a bigger tire on there now.
2: Right.
0: Yep. And so then I went from a 205.50 to a two twenty five fifty. Okay. I think that's what I did. I think so. I and think I
2: read the specs on the sidewall because I was jealous that you had arc on. Some meaty tires. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so that's now they're just they're really wide. The tires are wide. There's a lot of meat there. The fronts fit great. The rears uh-huh. almost fit. They're just gonna need wide. Wide, says, wide, yes. Yeah, okay, Mr. M.
1: Coop with your 3,000-millimeter <laughs> wide tire. I'll just come over with an aluminum baseball bat, Chris, and we'll roll those out for you. Yeah.
0: So I have a fender roller. I have an Eastwood <laughs> fender roller, so I don't have to be ghetto. But the problem is, is that the, Fe- the Eastwood fender roller yeah. doesn't have wi- – it's not wide enough it's not 130 millimeters wide, basically, because oh, for the, five, but it for the bolt, it doesn't fit. Patterns. Oh, so, so you have to get. Yeah. So I have an adapter okay. somewhere buried in my garage that they I have, you to have to find. Yeah, so I've got to get the fender roller back and then redo it and see if all the Euroworks kids that borrowed it ruined the wheel again. And, uh, <laughs> see if it, Cause see it's if almost it's, like a
2: skateboard wheel, isn't it?
1: Isn't that the I consistency of the roller? I think yeah. it's just like that's a
2: surprising polyurethane. That it, it's always weird to me how like 5x130 is huge, but 5x120 is BMW, and they're like, yeah, that's normal. So that's the limit
0: of the—5x130, no, I, I guess trucks are much, much bigger. Yeah, they are. But in terms of what yeah. Eastwood's purposes are, oh, oh. you know, 5x130 is just out of their
1: realm. Yeah, guess, you're probably not rolling your, your truck's fenders usually. Right, yeah. right. <laughs>
2: Anyway, Correct. So I got to do that. That's, that's what that's what I'm up to. What about you, Alex? What's the, Alex
1: got a nice sweater. Uh, from yeah, what I can
2: my tell. mom got me a, uh, a Christmas sweater with I a like tree it. on the back of an M-Coupe. It's kind of like sticking through the end of the M-Coupe, so it's not super realistic. But it's pretty sweet. The <laughs> first one they got was actually too small for me, and I looked like a dingus wearing it. So I had to get an XL made. And then uh, I made myself uh, – or no, the wheels, I guess, would be my Christmas gift to myself. You don't you have them yet. You I don't have wheels, them yet. So they're not your Christmas gift they're they're considered my christmas gift cuz i had to borrow money to pay for them and then oh, okay yeah, so but it's, well, it's cuz
0: you haven't sold your m3 yet
2: yeah exactly yeah we're yeah. out
0: guys there's an m3 for sale e36 it's white it's a nice car yeah so. Price bucks. priced today i believe yeah,
2: yeah, yes anyway yeah white four door but anyways yeah my my wheels are going to be 11 and a half inches wide in the rear wow and uh and i believe 10 and a half in the front uh 18 inch diameter and they, they should be pretty sweet um, wow yeah it's weird because they are um Wheels and they're, you know, the style of the wheels means you, you can't change. what did
0: you just say oh, to everyone?
2: I can't see that yet. Wait, no, okay. I'm gonna, I'll bleep that out. <laughs> we'll bleep that out. I'll go beep. We're gonna have a bleep. Well, Someone, we don't know, they don't know what kind of wheels they are. Okay, come so. On.
0: I, all they have, if there is any sleuthing capability by anybody out there yeah. saying what you said, and correct, it, we're gonna it, have to we're gonna have So, to we're gonna, I'm that. gonna censor that. So, I'll have to go back and uh, <laughs> do that after the episode is over. That's and actually and funny. That.
2: but, anyways, they're bleep style wheels that have uh, a <laughs> bolt pattern. So, I have to run adapters, and that's right. kind of scary. So,
0: thinking. what do you end up with width? What are you gonna have? How
2: wide are the wheels? Uh, well, the, the wheels are 11 and a half inches wide, but when they're but I guess adapters. I was going to say offset wise. Yeah, I'm actually. Do we not we sure. said this is an M Coupe, right? Did we already yeah. say yeah, that? Yeah, so. yeah, it's a, it's so this a this is the old
1: a, This is the old clown shoe. The gl- clown shoe car. Yeah. BMW M. With the, with the M engine in it. With, so Z3 M
2: Coupe. Yeah. Six and a half feet wide
0: or whatever in the back. Here. Right. So they're super wide. They got super wide tires in the rear. When right. you look at them in, the, it's one of the most aggressive looking cars from the rear that I think has ever been made. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They're crazy. and At least from the factory, right? You can make any car wide. Well, I was going to say, yeah, can,
1: yeah, it's almost like the old 930-esque big hips on the side of it, right? Yeah. Right.
2: But this is even more ridiculous. This is yeah. like by far. tubes on the side of a. M-cook, yeah, so but. this was like
1: a factory... Wide body.
2: Well, yeah, because they, they had the the convertible, and then they were like, we must put the bigger engine in it. So it you have the, whole fold the Z3M, which is the little roadster. Are yeah. those
0: fenders the same width?
2: Yeah, so yeah they So that's the same. Okay. And it looks like a pancake going down yeah, the-, the road, because it doesn't have a roof. <laughs> I suppose
1: it's just the optical illusion, because now you have kind of that roof in the
2: back. Yeah, and people actually don't know, but they made a narrow-body Z3 Coupes. Really? So before... But not M's. But correct. But right, yeah. yeah. Before, like, 1998.5, I think, you could buy a narrow-body... Z3. Car. Another car that you should buy instead of a Miata. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. That still <laughs> yep. makes more power. Absolutely. <laughs> more expensive. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Not as big of expensive. an aftermarket. Yep. I'm just going to keep going. All right. <laughs> so,
1: okay. Well, that's fun. There was our Christmas wrap up. Yep. Um, Alex, I, I've met you previously, but I don't know a whole lot about what else you're doing. And I know yeah. you have this other kind of interest or operation going with Airworks. Do you want to
2: talk a little bit about that or explain what that is? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, So right now, my huge commitment in college that I'm working on is I'm building my own digital air management system.
1: Right, okay. So this is for your car if it has air ride suspension. Yeah. This is so it can be adjustable and actually manage the height of the car. Yeah, exactly. And you can buy these systems off the shelf. I know there's a couple manufacturers out there. So you're actually going and building the software and hardware yourself. The problem with all
0: these, with these other companies, like, you know accuair and whoever um they're re- airlift they're really expensive oh God, we're talking anywhere from three to six thousand dollars to get a yeah a know setup that's to get a yeah. digital setup that works and it's really nice it's re- it's prohibitively expensive and like to no one, any normal person that's not buying it with their with a credit card you know that they you know whatever yeah it's, and it's,
2: the, te- the technology itself is still stuck in like 2005. Nobody's
0: like, challenged these
2: companies yet. Yeah, really. it's, it's still really like bare bones, like little calculator displays that are backlit and stuff like that is how Airlift rolls. And, mm-hmm. and then they have a phone app to... Not you know, to
0: shit on them, because they're great products. No, yeah, they're excellent. They're awesome, but nobody's really pushed the envelope
1: in it. Right. Yeah, so, yeah I know they got the, kind of the phone app. I always thought that was cool. You can be across the parking
2: lot and... and Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good time. But basically it, it started out with me not having enough money to afford one of those systems. And I was like, hey, why don't I just make this myself. And and I challenged myself to do it. And I learned how to make circuit boards on my own in college. And then I, uh, I made a system for my M3 and that went pretty well. And then Chris, I re- although I do remember some of the growing pains from that system. Yeah, you were on your
0: way to was, my uh... house and you're like, hey, man, I almost died on the way to your
2: house. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yeah, I, w- I was driving and one of the power leads for the pressure sensors came off. So the system was like freak out mode. And then just drop the car on the frame of the uh, <laughs> on, so, the uh, on the highway on the on ramp yeah. on the on ramp. Sorry, everywhere. on the tires. The car's for sale. Don't worry about it. It was fine. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so there were some growing pains, but but overall, I mean, I ended up making this this air management system for a lot less than what it would have cost me. And so I was like, you know what, I can make this affordable. And, and to be
0: clear, affordable. this co- this includes not only putting the 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 hardware system together, but it's designing the software as well. Yeah, yeah. So the way that the the pressure sensors read and the way that they interact with the software and right. how it raises and lowers and adjusts itself based on pressure. You designed all of that from nothing. Yeah. Just to be clear that this isn't like you borrowed <laughs> no, software. Yeah, like no, yeah. Like I, I Quite actually, the accomplishment.
2: Yeah, thank you. I, I've spent a lot of time on it. And then uh, I was talking to Chris and I was like, hey, you know, this would be great if I could make this inexpensive management for everybody and it'd be awesome and you could have, you know, management for super cheap. whatnot. And then Chris goes, why don't you do that? but also I think I called you when I was driving cuz I was so excited about this but you you, might, said,
0: you you probably sent me a message and I probably called you cuz I didn't want to do it for your message yeah. cuz I can't I'm still old school I just want to talk on the phone about stuff
2: yeah and so you better. you called me and you were like <laughs> why don't you do that but also make the best air management system you can possibly make that's so just make like, it
1: not only affordable but but also awesome right, right
0: because use. the the margin is extremely high when oh, you go yeah. to buy
1: like an airlift system
0: yeah, what you're what you're buying is um a lot of r&d of course mm-hmm. but you're buying the name so when you buy like airbags and stuff like that and you're paying three to six thousand dollars i mean there's got to be only what the fuck was that sound <laughs> oh it's this it's one of our, our bluetooth speaker just turned off oh. anyway so when you're buying like a as a setup from like airlift or something like that they uh there's a huge margin there. So oh, the bags, okay. the, the fact controllers, that, the valves, yeah. everything.
2: It's extremely expensive. And I don't know, it's probably
0: like 65 or 70% margin.
2: Yeah, the fact so there's that a lot I'm of room even, there. Yeah, the fact that I'm even like exploring in this realm, building my own thing is a testament to how high the margins are. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyways. So
0: how far have you gotten, you know, as, as you've gone on with, um, with the original setup? Because well, the original setup was pretty rudimentary. It was,
2: yeah. I mean, it, it worked through my phone. It worked through Bluetooth, which was cool. There was no, like, piece of the car when you walked into it that you were like, oh, that's the airlift controller or anything like
0: I that. remember it was, it was a, on your phone was just like a little LED, like the picture of yep. an LED yeah. with like two little wires coming <laughs> oh, out of you. it. Yeah, that's it all was it was. A, it was super basic. Yeah, <laughs> it was,
2: a, it was like a demo software thing that I had gone in and rigged up and like changed to be able to work with that. Um, no, but the current software I'm actually, and the, and the current build is, is incredible. Um, I just finished putting in my order for the circuit boards for the controllers and they are... Totally wireless, um, touchscreen, full-color displays um, with no physical, like, buttons on the outside. It's just the touchscreen itself. Right. And cool. uh, and you're designing this user interface. That's part of your, your yeah, major I'm, now, I'm right? Yeah, I'm a user interface major. Oh, you are? Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, so I do psychology and programming combined. But then the 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 thing that's going to be the real challenge now is, uh, is designing the main controller part. And I'll just say that it's going to use GPS because no one wants to air out at speed. Right. And I think that's the next... Big Interesting. Because everyone, when you tell someone, hey, I want to bag my car, they're always like, oh, that's not safe. Like, what if it randomly airs out on you? Like, digital air management systems have done pretty stupid stuff in the past, as I've seen with my growing pains of my own system. Huh. So I was like, we can fix this really easy. And then also, stuff, I mean, I don't want to disclose like everything but uh <laughs> we'll save that for another you know, one. let's say your front left bag goes out why doesn't the system know that and then air up the other three trying to keep you from having a crash or something like that
0: yeah so we so, i really look forward to yeah we we'll to hear that? more about yeah that. yeah for yeah, sure but Thanks I mean, for asking. you've got to be getting pretty close to i mean it's going to be spring early summer you'll be putting this stuff on your car yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome yep yeah. very cool
1: So with that, let's move right into our kind of main feature here, talking about your guys' road trip uh, back from Monterey.
0: What road trip?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You just threw them off. Sorry. I
1: get it. (laughs) It's it's not funny. It's it's a bad joke. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no. So you guys, uh, for those that aren't aware... Went out to Monterey Car Week in California. Right.
0: It's one of the biggest car get-togethers in the world. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's incredible.
1: And I don't know which one of you actually had the hair brand idea to drive back Via kind of back roads, not taking a direct road idea. all the way back here to Minneapolis. Alex in... actually
0: forgot he was even going till like two weeks before,
2: <laughs> to like <laughs> two days before. I was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, remember we're flying out to Monterey?" Like, like, yeah. Now? So Jess will pick you up, or Jess and I will pick you up, you know, Thursday. And I was like, "Oh, that's like two days from now." Yeah.
1: So basically, what it was, I went out there to. Tape. Well, yeah. Let's start from square one. Where did this whole idea originate? Well, I did you a, know you were going out to the Car Week first? Yeah, yeah.
0: I knew okay. that I was going out there. I was shooting a, uh, Adam Carolla's nine thirty-five. He's yep. got a, Paul Newman's nine thirty-five, and I knew that I had to. I'd already interviewed him, and I'd already started writing the article, and I had to go out there and shoot it. So I was talking to. uh Uh, Matt D'Andrea, who runs the podcast with Adam, runs CarCast with Adam, and I've been talking to him about how do I get out there, when's a good time to do this, and basically we just came down to the fact of let's just do it at Laguna Seca when you're during Monterey, when it's going to be on the track, when Adam's going to be around. Sure. So that's the way that it kind of ended up being, is I'm going out there anyway, and I'm like, well, it's this much money to fly out there, this much money to fly back, I've kind of, you know, as an automotive journalist, I can kind of shift my schedule around and do what I want, so... I'm like why don't we why don't I just drive out there and drive back. Yeah. And then I was like driving out there and driving back that's basically anywhere from 6 to 8 out days of driving that 90 right. hours not would have ended up being almost yeah anywhere from eighty a to miles a, 80 to 100 hours in that car yeah which
1: you know it's uh it's something i've done before well let me interject well not you, you necessarily, didn't have but, to take your old vintage 911 out there no is that a separate I, decision then so i thought
0: about driving our sport wagon out, our tdi yeah because i'm like this thing is great gas mileage yeah, it's we'll the just, perfect road trip car it really is it would have been perfect but i just felt that I needed to take care, take the opportunity right to drive it because I've driven back before from California.
2: Yep. Well, I think you said this in your article. You said there's always like the little trips and little like you know school runs and grocery runs that kind of eat away at your car, and they're just hot, pointless highway miles. You got to do something that's really. I did that. Like I used my car sure, for the sure. miles. You,
0: you're earning something for yourself. You're yeah. earning your own nostalgia, basically. Right. Well, yeah. You're, you're making memories.
2: Yeah, you're making memories,
0: and anything that's worth n- n- having nostalgia for later isn't necessarily easy. So yep. um, we. I wanted to kind of create that for myself. Right. And I wanted. To, I really wanted to create that for Alex, who'd never been anywhere west of Minnesota, yeah. as far as I know, at the time. <laughs> yep. And um, I actually didn't know Alex that well when we first started this. I yeah, was like, I was wondering just how... come with me? I mean, we'd only known each other for like three months, but yep. I really liked him and I really liked his attitude and I thought he was really talented Thanks. at the time. So there was probably almost probably eight months between when we went, okay. and, or when I asked him to go and we actually went. So our friendship okay. kind of developed so, along that time. Yeah, this here.
1: had been in the planning phase for quite some time. Right, right. Okay. Yeah,
0: so taking the the, uh, the two-lane roads all the way back was, A, I can't drive my car that fast to begin with. You know, I can't drive 80, 90 miles an hour across the interstate and just be fine because my right. car's at a million RPMs and it gets hot. you
1: got that short ratio it's gearbox. Short
0: ratio gearbox. I'm like, yep. well, why don't we just take back roads and enjoy it and go into the middle of nowhere on some of the loneliest roads in America? Why don't we just – Highway 6 or whatever. Yeah, Highway 6. And, you know, there's all kinds of great, you know, lonely roads out there. But we, I wanted to – I wanted to create something and see something and do something special with the car because, like you said, I mean, I dr- I've driven the car almost fifty thousand miles in the last five years, and that's driving it to the grocery store. It's driving it to hang out with my buddies. It's driving it to photo shoots. It's driving it right. to, to, to shoot weddings. It's to
1: you know. I've it's driven- a testament that you are actually using the car. This isn't a garage queen.
0: But in the same way, it's almost like a, you don't appreciate the car as much because you're driving it every single day. You know, the best experience you have when you're getting into a car is a lot of people in this country won't understand, but it's that first drive after winter. Yeah. When you take the car out, you get in it, and you're like, oh, my God, I cannot believe what this car can do. And I think that you lose that it's, a little bit when yeah, you drive it so whole,
1: much. Yeah, uh, it's the whole thought of absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? Exactly. You're yearning yep. after it when you can't drive it for when we're up here in Minneapolis right. during the winter Exactly. Or choose not to. So
0: when you're driving it all summer even, I was driving the car every day. I mean, I was putting, you know, 10, I was putting normal amount of car miles that you report to your insurance company (laughs) on a car. And it's this old car and I had no radio, no air conditioning, no power, anything. And I was just doing it anyway. So I enjoyed that. But I'm like, this isn't necessarily special. You know, it's almost like you're um, it's like having a really nice whiskey that you drink every day. Versus having the whiskey that you have up on the shelf that you only pull down for special occasions. And it's an
1: experience then.
0: It's an experience then. So I felt I was losing that a little bit. So I wanted to have a really good experience with the car. I wanted to take it out and really do something with it. Yep. So no, that's, I, that's I like kinda that where, analogy. That's kind of where it came from. Of the whiskey. Yeah, that's kind of where the the whole concept came from. Okay. Yeah.
1: And Alex, you uh, you had some time that you agreed to to go through this
2: yeah. epic adventure. No, it was pretty funny when I went up to my mom and I was like, hey, so this Chris guy that you've never met or like <laughs> met once, hey, he wants to <laughs> take me to California and then drive back in his 911. And, uh, and I was like, you know, in my mind, I was like, yeah, this is, makes total sense. There's nothing that could go wrong. And she's like, uh, you're coming back like four days before college starts. <laughs> and like – Time crunch. Yeah, it's mega time crunch. So convincing her was a little bit challenging at first, but – once, once that was uh, was solved, it was it, I w- I got really excited about it. Yeah, it was. And until then you, I until totally forgot, forgot about it until you forgot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Chris, you had shipped the car.
0: Yep, I just, out because I didn't want to drive eighty or ninety hours. I, I decided we'll ship it out there because right. we're saving four days, four days worth of hotel, four right. days worth of eating, four days worth of being in the car, four days of lost work, four days. I mean, when you think about shipping a car out there for six to nine hundred bucks or whatever it costs. There's you can almost just, you know, fly out there for the right. same amount of cost. So it's yeah. like two hundred sixty-five dollars to fly out there, and plus six hundred dollars or seven hundred dollars to ship. It. So you like a thousand bucks. Okay, hmm. interesting. How much of your time is that worth? Right. Exactly. So, but opportunity I did, cost of lost time, lost time, and plus the hotels are a hundred to two hundred dollars a night. You know, it's probably a little bit more expensive to do it the way that we did it, but not by much. Okay. So we ended up shipping the car out to uh, Stance Works. Um, uh, Michael Burrows and Andrew Ritter were nice enough to take delivery of the car there, which was destroyed. It was the car filthy. Was <laughs> they sent me a picture because it thing was, was open
1: open truck trailer. Yeah, cheap.
0: Yeah. I'm cheap. So I sent it, you know, yeah. as cheap as I possibly could. I was
1: going to ask you because I've never shipped a car or had a car shipped. I mean, you just looked in the not the phone book anymore, but you looked in Google, just found some shipping company and went from there? Nope.
0: I actually uh one of our sponsors, Luther Westside Volkswagen, yeah. was nice enough to uh help me arrange shipping. Excellent. So, I paid regular rates, but it was I got to skip cuz the whole shipping industry with cars
2: is Horrible. I've had to deal with if it. If you with cars, if you go online, stories about that. Yeah,
0: you go online. You say I want to ship this car. Give me a quote within right. thirty seconds. You'll have ten people calling you, emailing you. Yeah. It's, it's like that competitive. It's yeah. super it's gypsy, it's competitive, insane. weird. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I wouldn't have known that. So having an in, not having to deal with any of that was awesome. So Absolutely. I just went for it regardless of the cost because I knew they were, I knew they wouldn't screw me on the cost, and I knew that I didn't have to deal with any of that. So yeah, it was it that's was great. Seven, nice, kind of a reputable.
2: Yeah, two things on when we started to ship the car. One, the most nervous I think I'd ever seen Chris was when we dropped the car off at Volkswagen, <laughs> and Chris had this really like giddy sort of like I don't know if this is a good idea kind of vibe. Anxious about and it. anticipation. Yeah. And, I suppose I probably did. And the moment we realized we were we had no idea what we were doing with filming the trip was when we left the film equipment in the car. <laughs> when it got shipped, so we couldn't. Well, I was going to ask you, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: yeah, if you how you shipped all of your equipment because I know you had all car. of your put it camera in, equipment yeah, as well. We, we
2: put it in the front trunk of the 911, okay. and right? that makes sense. But yeah. it,
1: now it here is going across the country, and you have no idea where it is. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like my whole my
2: whole net worth was in the front trunk of the car, basically, and my net worth was the car. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, so it was gone. Car. Yeah, and uh, and I we left
0: it there, and someone else was gonna someone else drove it to the place where it was gonna get picked up to be shipped. I was so. gonna
1: say that's another thing. At least when you know the the truck pulls up in front of your your house and you can pull it on the trailer for them, and you see it getting set up and ready to go, then you're like, okay, next time I see it. It it won't have moved off the trailer, yeah. right? But you didn't have that peace of mind. No, I
2: did not. Wait, so what, actually so wait someone someone other than like works drove it off the trailer. Or like? Oh no, this is when I dropped it off.
0: Oh, so okay. Uh, my buddy right. Jim Southwell was a great guy over at Westside. I'm uh, retired now, but he's the one that drove it down to the um drove it down to the shipping place and they put it on the trailer. So it went over. Gotcha. Uh, so we picked. So I got a couple pictures of the car when it got there from Stanceworks yeah. of uh of of it arriving and being super dirty mm-hmm. and uh. Yeah,
1: is When what time of year did you guys leave? When was this actually that you guys August. left? August. It was August. Yeah, okay. I think it's like like mid-August. <laughs> yeah, it was basically. mid-August. Okay. We got back right before college and yeah. that's like so,
0: so, but we were gone day. 3 weeks. I mean, we were gone a long time.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow, I didn't realize it was that long. So yeah.
2: Stance Works is in Los Angeles.
0: Yep. So we sh- when we shipped the car there, I had planned I wanted to hang out with those guys and meet Matt Crook from 1552. Yeah, and, I wanted s- to
1: ask you about the whole Stance Works connection and what you guys did with them. It was amazing. Yeah, so I imagine
0: it, those guys have been around for a long time. I mean, they're really, really founders in the community they're for OG, OG, the OG, for sure. <laughs> and uh, this is actually a term where that actually works. They yeah. are. And um, and I've worked with them a lot. I've met them a couple of times at shows. I've had a lot of articles published there. And it's actually a, these two guys I used to kind of dislike what they do. Why um, is that? Um, because I thought it was this was back when all the cars were really getting stanced out. And I, I naively just associated stance works. I thought that they were part of the problem. Oh, but as I got to yeah. know them, I knew that I understood that they weren't. I mean, they're they're genuine car guys with genuinely good taste. And I started to kind of I wrote an article called Why I'm Here, which was my first article that I ever wrote for Stance Works. Saying, I do remember that now that you mentioned it. Yeah, it was yeah. just basically talking about, you know, this is why I'm here.
2: That was the first you article know? of yours I ever read. Yeah.
0: So it was uh It was really nice to go out and and meet those guys and hang out with them for more than just, you know, five minutes at a show like, hey, what's up? Oh, you're shooting this car. Oh, goodbye. So it was nice to get out there and hang out with those guys. That was kind of the goal was to was to meet them and spend a few days with those. So we did. I mean, we spent probably two or three days. Yeah, and I okay, freaked out the up. whole time. Yeah, Alex, that was the beginning of the wow experience for Alex. Yep. <laughs> I freaked was, out. The it was. Whole time. It by was, freaked wow. out, you
1: mean you were wow. just like enamored by everything? Wow. Well, I mean, every
2: almost every single one of my wallpapers on my phone was something of Stan's since I was like thirteen. Gotcha. Yeah, and then I, you know, I'm there with the shop and Michael Burroughs is picking us up and stuff, and I'm just like freaking out. Very cool. Yeah, he picked us
0: up at the airport and his
2: LS swapped. FJ, a, yeah.
1: Oh, geez, yeah. I've read about that.
2: That must have
0: been fun.
1: So, logistically, you're flying into L.A. Airport. Mike picks you up in the Stanford. Uh, John storage. Wayne.
0: Well, whatever. Yeah, we flew. Uh, in. Regardless. Yeah.
1: Um, where is Monterey Car Week? So that's
0: like, if you were to just drive straight north, it's kind of almost oh, probably two thirds the way to San Francisco. Okay. On the, on
1: the shore. So you weren't flying right into your destination. No, not <laughs> at all. I just yeah. thought it would give us an opportunity to drive more in California and see more yeah, things. that's yep. awesome. And I know um, I read your article, and, and our listeners may have as well or, or will be. I'm sure you'll link to it. And I remember reading that you it took you a while to kind of find what you thought of as like your stereotypical idealist California. Well, when
0: we got there, we, we went from the airport straight to Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. and all it was was these one-story drab buildings and the and it was clean but the roads were still kind of shitty yeah and like that, i just this, it wasn't quite yeah, what i thought it the was the same effect, california would be
2: the same effect happened to me which is interesting cuz i've never even been there like or i've never been on the west coast and i was like right. this doesn't seem like this just seems like like florida or like it any other warm american place it didn't but, seem but like
0: to be fair costa mesa is kind of industrious there's a lot of yeah, shops there yeah. a lot of you know a lot of um you know, you don't can't see
1: him from the outside of the building. A lot of car stuff. A lot of car stuff in Costa Mesa, which is why I guess Stanceworks works is based there.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah that for makes sure. Sense.
0: I mean, in their in their building that they have, there's a bunch of different car things. Yep. so
2: it's it's basically that's what's there there was like an orange on orange or on sherbert or whatever like suburban that came out with yeah. like lamborghini doors and stuff so that gives us a visual car. of
1: that area yeah. okay, yep. it's a very sense.
2: eclectic car area but, yeah. but there's like houses
0: dotted amongst but right. it never really felt right so the first thing we did was take the car to get washed yep and which then was we, weird and then we yeah there's they don't have regular regular car washes there because of the water thing so everything oh. is like waterless washes. So I'm like, all right, well, hopefully this goes interesting. Okay. Because the thing was so dirty yeah. that I had to get it washed. So I just like gave it to these guys, and they it looked great.
2: I mean, they did a good job. You can't of, wash your own car like at a car wash. There, it like, doesn't, like guys, it doesn't do really it exist for you. Yeah, it's weird.
0: That seems so but weird. But all to the us. gas stations have these little like car wash things where there's a bunch of dudes that just wash your car. They just give you
1: a sponge bath of your car, basically, or what? Essentially, yeah. yeah. And reuse the exact same dusty rag every time. (laughs) I think they take
0: a little more pride in it than that, because they did a good good job, and it looked clean, and
1: it wasn't super scratched up. So highlights from Reddit Stanceworks there, and then we'll we'll kind of move on to the rest of the trip.
2: Yeah, so (laughs) uh, you guys both just looked at me with eyes of rusty. Well, because I know, uh, yeah. Because That video on Facebook now has what 1.4 million views or so, Does like it doesn't. Okay, yeah. so for those yeah. that
1: aren't in the know, and I'm sure actually our listener demographic it knows Stance Works very well, um, but Rusty Slammington is kind of Stance Works like claim to fame their car when you think yeah. or it's synonymous, I guess, with yeah.
2: them. E28 5 series. That I'm, I won't go into all of the detail because it's just a, it's crazy history, but it was like it was a BMW, then it had a two jz in it, then it was bagged, then it was rusted out, then, then it, it was, was on fire, then it was on fire, right? Twice. I, don't know. I was Most on sometimes. fire with like 35 grand and wheels that burned up and it was awful. And then it was rebuilt on a crazy front, like tube frame. They chassis. built a full tube frame for, yeah, it with the, for
1: it. It was a, they revealed it at SEMA, I think, wasn't it? Yep. A few yeah, years, a ago. years ago. And yep. then it
2: was a, an S38 built by VAC, I think. And the S38 motor that's in that car is effectively an M1. engine. It's a race car. Yeah. 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 yeah and not, so
1: you yeah. got to go for a ride in this car. Yeah. Basically yeah. what happened was we—he's Mike was like, do you want to
0: hear it? And we're like, yeah, sure. We'd love to hear it. So I climbed up on a ladder with my phone and I'm taking a I've video got my them. phone too. Like We're like, phone. And then yeah. he backs it out and then he just looks at Alex I can, and, and he just, let's go for a ride. And I remember yeah. seeing Alex's <laughs> eyes turn from little white circles with little black ones
1: to just saucers. Plates. Yeah. Just basically yeah, saucers. Well, it was,
2: I was holding my phone, recording the car, and, and he like motioned with his hand, like, come closer. And I'm like, okay, I guess maybe he wants me to, like, shoot something on the inside of the car. Yeah, like, get close he had, up. He had just been talking about how he had the car out, like, a year prior, and the cops had got him when he was driving well, I was going to say, this thing can't be street legal. No, Ooh, it's, no. no it's not. <laughs> and if the cops were like, I never want to see this thing again. So he he pulls it out, and he's motioning, like, for me to come over, and I'm like, there's no way he wants me to ride in this thing. And then he goes, get in. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> but he's like, huh? <laughs>
1: Get in! Yeah, because, I mean the thing is,
2: I mean it's so loud. I, yeah. I said this in the, I've, I've, you know, I've been working on the docile film, and the interview in the part where I'm talking about Rusty, I remember saying, I knew when I saw that Mike had earplugs in that I was, <laughs> I was in for something that you was were ill prepared. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, I was just, I hopped into this thing, and the exhaust was like right on the runner board of the car, so I was like burning my foot, and then Your I, shoe I crawled in. Yeah, the tip of my, actually, they're, yeah, just in this room right now, the tip of that shoe is melted a little bit uh, from the exhaust header being right nice there, there. Are you gonna
0: are you gonna keep that shoe forever? I am
2: probably <laughs> just like I keep my Travis Pastrana signed shoe. But uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I I got in the car and it was unbearably hot. And I remember him saying, "There's no way." The reason why he doesn't drive it much is because it's just hard to be in because it's so hot. Like
0: yeah, I could see that. I well, could it's, reach it's sensory everything. It's
2: just difficult. Could, it's, right. This I isn't a comfy street reach car With my arm from the passenger seat and turn the throttle on the engine. That's how close it is. There's no. Because oh, he's sure, got, Because he's got move back, back, back in. in the firewall. Yeah. There's no floor and there's no firewall. Yep. That's <laughs> so awesome. To
0: be fair, it's not entirely completed yet. So, well, yeah, some of the things that are, dang- <laughs> some, yes, some of the things that I just want to say that some of the things the reason the car is yeah. dangerous, he's not done. So yeah, right. when you say that there's no firewall, it's like not that there ever won't be a firewall. There's just one yet. Yeah. So just to, so we yeah, don't think so that it's just as dangerous. No, we'll car. give
1: him the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, it is he's getting there. A testament to how much work has gone into that car. And just yeah, it's how incredible. incredible. It's, how insane it is. It's amazing.
2: Um, so my ears were already bleeding and uh we pulled out onto the road and he ripped it through first and second gear and I was like there's cars whizzing by and the thing's bouncing because it's just you know so stiff, stiff. suspension yeah. yep. there's no floor so your feet could like go off the bar onto the road over oh. the car <laughs> like it's really sketchy and it's like between a rock and a hard place between the header and the where do you, you put your feet yeah, yeah. um and, and it was so loud, and I remember the distinct feeling of that drive was when, you know when you're doing something, like, really dumb, and your brain stem is like, get out of this situation, like, stop <laughs> doing this, this is a bad idea. The flight or flight. Yeah, exactly. That was the feeling I got in the car when he, like, went full throttle. And it was it was terrifying, and it was awesome. I loved it. So that was, was your great. highlight. Okay. Yeah, that was the best part of the whole trip. For
1: me. Um, I don't know if we <laughs> want to touch on actually being in Monterey for Car Week at all, or if we should. I mean, should. we can. I mean... It doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, we've, I mean, well, you tell me about that, Chris. Um, well, we had to get there first. So
0: we, uh, uh, Mike and Andrew wanted us to shoot a film for Nitto Tire with them doing oh, okay. rock crawling stuff with their FJs and some Land Rover stuff that with their buddies had. Sure. So we went up to Big Bear mm, on our gorgeous. way basically to Monterey. Okay. So that was our drive. If you um, think Big Bear's off to the northeast ish from, um, from Los Angeles, so we drove up there. And that's kind of when we first realized that the car was. That what altitude elevate, stage. what altitude really oh, did to a car. Great time. Yeah. I mean, we were driving all of a sudden. I'm like, there's a Mercedes in front of us. I'm like trying to like, all of a sudden I went to floor it
1: yep. and there was nothing there. Yeah. And I drove <laughs> it and I was like, wow, this is slow. It was slow. Old but school CIS naturally yep. aspirated. As time, yeah.
0: went, as time went on, you know, the, the car performed better than most cars at elevation. So in in contrast to what I'm used to, it wasn't fast, but it was right. compared to other stuff that was on the road. It was still Far more capable than some of the other stuff that was really struggling. Yeah, even true. stuff that had fuel injection, it still was able to get out of the way and and right. do what it needed to do. So that w- that even was good.
2: Totally overladen and then like bouncing on
0: the. Oh shot man, there was so much stuff in that car. Oh, it was you so underdamped. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. that oh, was yeah. bad. <laughs> Plus, I was just terrified half the time. But yeah. So then we left Big Bear and we ended up driving through the Mojave Desert, which okay. was the that was the hottest part of our whole trip. Oh god, it was what what was
2: the highest temperature you saw? A hundred. Yeah, it was like 100, 101. I yeah, remember was... opening my phone and the home screen was like three digits, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah, it's basically like your phone turns off
0: immediately if you put it on the dash. Yeah. I remember pulling into, we went down the hill following some Ford Focus that was melting its brakes on the way down the oh, that mountain from Big so Bear. Like, literally, just, you could see his brake lights were on the whole way, and I'm just in like third gear, second gear, just like going back and forth, just coasting down yep. the whole hill. Yep. Meanwhile, Anyways, you
1: look over, and it's like Lamaze at night where the rotors are glowing red. <laughs> they probably, I weird. would not doubt it.
0: I would not doubt it because that guy was on the brakes the whole way. Yeah. So we pulled up into this uh, Sinclair station, walked in and there's like a girl with like pink fingernails and pink lipstick, chewing bubble gum with the blonde <laughs> okay. hair with the bangs and the ponytail with yeah. like the little purple hair tie. And I'm like, "How warm is it?" She's, "Well, let me check on my phone." "Oh, it's 102." And I'm like, "Holy shit, it's 102 degrees." So it was literally And she's could, like, "Yeah, that's a Tuesday." Yeah, it was <laughs> I'm just like, "Why does anybody live here?" Yeah. Well, is they would
1: ask us the same thing because our temperature right now outside is like zero. Yeah, yeah. but I can put a coat on. They, I mean, well, you can be naked standing normal out. Normal people would have their air conditioning on in that uh, instance. But let's Correct. clarify, your 72 911 does your not air have air conditioning.
0: Even your air conditioning on like your brand new car when it's 100 and degrees outside – you don't think it
1: can keep up? I don't think it's going to oh, work God. that great.
2: And the weirdest part about that whole experience was when we first realized that you can be in like a basin with like mountains surrounding you. Right. And it's you're still at like 7000 feet of elevation. Oh, yeah. right. Yep. So you're like, oh, we're down here in the basement. And then it's like, oh, we still have no It was power. actually
0: that area was where they filmed the first episode of Grand Tour where all the cars the intro, are like. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the intro where all the cars are driving oh, into the across stage. the desert. Yeah, or whatever, right there. OK. Yeah, I took some pictures out near there. And Very it's cool. just flat, and there's just nothing. <laughs> and, except there's like little trailers with like mailboxes, like ten miles. Like you look and off, donkeys. you're driving down the road. Yeah, wild donkeys wandering yeah. around. It's weird. It was weird. So <sighs> we're driving, and you see a mailbox. It's like tearing over. And it's rusty. The door's half open. And you look down the driveway to find out where this place is. And like twinkling in the distance, with a little mirage of heat, you <laughs> see, you see like a little airstream trailer, like a yeah. little twelve foot trailer. Wow. Like the dude lives there. You probably owe like two being, million dollars in taxes off the grid.
1: I was gonna say, talk about being off grid. <laughs> that
0: is off grid. I mean, wow. there's there's nothing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that was the that was the first nothing we really experienced, and it wasn't even that bad compared to some of the other other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So once we got through there, we, I mean, we kept stopping to see things. I mean, we just
1: couldn't we're getting f- stickers. Well, and st- and- <laughs> <laughs> sticker guy. Yeah, we kept looking for stickers that. Dylan well, I was going to say. Did. I mean, the whole point of the strips sounds like was you know taking the road less traveled and stopping to smell the roses to use two different uh, metaphors in one. But you know, you're you're taking your time and enjoying it and experiencing what a road trip can be.
0: Right, and we I think that it was a good taste of what was to come in terms of driving. But yeah. we literally could not get ourselves to Monterey. Yeah,
2: every single <laughs> time <laughs> we just, we just were like... You were like, okay, this will be four hours. And then it was like eight hours later. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. We just yeah. kept stopping. It and was like, whoa, look at
0: this. And we stopped at like an airplane graveyard. And then we stopped at this oh, sure. place that had like a abandoned motel. And then like there's these places that had like a million windmills. Where we got, we got pictures here. This yeah. is so awesome. And then we found
2: this place called uh, Arvin. Oh, man. No, Apple Maps found it. Apple Maps, was like, Apple Maps. <laughs> was like,
0: would you like to take this route? It's six minutes faster than your the rest of your six hours that you're going to be driving. Okay. Sure, why not? It's off this road that was seemingly a little busy. It was a, It was like a four-lane freeway or whatever. We're like, ah, this sucks. So we're like, yeah, let's get out of here. So we turn left, and we're behind a semi or whatever, so we pass him. So pretty. And we were basically oh, yeah. skirting um, to our right, probably i don't know it had to have been like another thousand feet below us yeah was the farm basin of california oh, where okay. all the produce is grown so smells it just smells terrible smells terrible so <laughs> it's it's like this beautiful thing with your eyes and a horrible thing yeah, with your manure house manure alley yeah you could see the haze of it so it's <laughs> like this whole farmland just cast out beneath you and up to the right it the mountains start to climb up sure so it's like we were driving on the edge of this fertile landscape coupled with these beautiful mountains and as and pretty soon we're like okay we're like we wanted to do some shooting because we're like it's so beautiful right, right? the sunset's going to be in 17 minutes 15 minutes 12 minutes yeah. fuck! like what are we yeah. going to do we need to find a spot like right now and then we found a spot and we're like oh this is bad so we get back in the car and the thing doesn't really have much power yet we're trying to like drive around and it's hot intense. as fuck and we're yeah it was it was intense It's trying to find a spot like without knowing where you are but right. we were blessed we found this great great vista and uh, what it was the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen in my I life. I up to wow. a lady
2: who had some dubs on a Suburban. And yeah. A kid. We're and like, can, we're can you like,
0: please hey, you not please be here? here? It's so like the only can... person in miles. <laughs> you did you me? ask her to move? Yeah, I was yeah like,
2: we did. <laughs> I don't ever have any problem doing that. I'd be like, hey, I want
0: to film this. Can you move? Yeah. Most people are pretty okay with this. Yeah. 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 But that the was... sun was shining through, you know, it was off to the west was the, was the ocean. Right. And as the sunset, it was shining through over these farm fields, which was just, they were so far below us that it was just like a grid. Like huh. you could just see like the little squares laid out below you. And uh, I was just it was absolutely
2: beautiful. Was, I did a Facebook live from there that was titled the most beautiful place I've ever been. It was amazing. <laughs> it was,
0: it was awesome. of all the sunsets we saw in California and throughout the rest of the trip home. Nothing that was will, the best. Nothing will beat that. It was so pretty. It was great. And then we went yep. through Arvin, which actually was uh, basically Mexico. I mean, every, there was no <laughs> usually it's English first, Spanish second, This yeah. was Spanish first, no English. Yep. So it was It was like being in a different country as we drove through this place called Arvin, and it smelled so the bad.
2: bugs were so bad. It was, it was ridiculous.
1: Horrible. It wow. was a horrible skate. place to be. Although I did
0: <laughs> I did find, a, a, counterfeit <laughs> I did find a, a counterfeit Supreme
1: sticker laying on the ground. You did. That was when I actually liked Supreme. Yeah, so that, it was, it that was really nice. It <laughs> so there, that went to your sticker collection. That, that went to his glove apparently. box. It went in my glove box, there and I, I think I threw it away. So were yep. you on any timeline to get to Car Week? No, I no. mean we weren't on really. <laughs> on, we were
0: maybe a you wanted little to bit. Get there I wanted the to get ended. there before
1: that
2: day was we had over. A hotels scheduled.
0: Yeah, we had an Airbnb that we were trying to get to, and okay. I think we ended up getting there at like eleven o'clock at night or something. Yeah, but we ended up getting on the one north. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Was it the one?
2: I was all I was thinking about was how bad we toasted that driveway entrance on the Airbnb, and your car. Oh yeah, I gouged the f balls out of that. It was not a good driveway. <laughs> the, driveway the first time I pulled in, yeah, it was, it was dark. Just. Like, like a drag, eight by. inch, oh, forty five degree angle, little lip on the front yeah. of the driveway, yeah. and it was just like, <sighs> yeah, it was no good. Yep. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you just a nasty burnout there or something. No, I was oh, trying no.
0: to, I was trying to remember <laughs> if I did. I'm like, did I do a big burnout in her driveway? Because <laughs> it seems like something I might do. Yeah. Do I, did I forget about that? So yeah, we finally made it to Monterey. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, uh, it was a quite a the trip there. Hot, cold, every single. Thing you another, could have.
2: Yep. Yeah, another little thing, just a little detail that it it won't end up in the video or in the article. But one thing I noticed when I was there is that all the floors are hard as shit because it's just concrete over sand because it's a desert. So you mean like like the, when you're the, walking around, regardless, like when you're walking in houses like here, okay. like in this you know studio we're in right now. Yeah, no, they're all like, slab on grade, right? Yeah, down so there, like, there's no basements. Here yeah. it's like nice and soft on your feet. And any house that you walk in in Monterey or a building was just hard. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, there's no, no no basements. Yeah.
1: So, how long did you stay out at Car Week, and what were some? We of the highlights a week. for that. You were you were there a full yeah. What so seven days? Probably. Or? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Wow. I mean,
0: we we oh man, the highlights are. It's tough to say. Probably for me was just stumbling upon that F forty. Oh it was my probably, god. You know, yeah. we we were out scouting for. I shot a um a car for Road Scholars. It's a Cayman nine eleven, and uh, so it's a Cayman, but it's got a nine right. eleven front end and a nine eleven. No, it's a Cayman engine. It's, it's a highly modified Cayman it's engine. Uh, yeah, it's an
2: okay. X53.8 liter. Yeah, it's it's, like it's a
0: really nicely done engine, really beautiful car. So I, we were out scouting for a place to shoot it, and we were out on the beach by Pebble Beach.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And actually, it's not a beach at all. It's all kinds of rocks, but it's called Pebble It's
2: beach. like a golf course plus yeah. rocks.
0: Yeah, so there's all kinds of rocks <laughs> out there. So anyway, we drive in, and I, I, I'm like, where else should we go? Is that place going to work? We found a spot that we thought may work. I'm like, should we turn left? Should we turn right? So I look left, right, left, and then I go, what is that? And I could see, like, you know, an F40 has the two little round taillights. It's on the wing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it like the taillights, and then the yep. wing went up and to the right, and then it cut off because it was, like, That's the all angle you that we see. were at is all we could see through his driveway. Right. And I'm like, holy shit. So I pull, <laughs> We so just I,
2: stared at each other for, like, 15 yeah, seconds. Yeah, so I, I like, pull oh left,
0: my God. I pull, and I park right next to his driveway, yeah. and I'm like, I'm going to go knock on the door, and you, <laughs> and you are going
2: to film this car. And I was Al, scared Al, of he's shit. He's like, no, absolutely not. No, no. I'm like, get out of the car. Because rich people, right? Like... You know, like six or uh, nine. How old am I? Nineteen-year-old kid, like super rich dudes, and I'm like, I don't want to disturb anyone. <laughs> I was like, It doesn't matter.
0: I'm like, It doesn't matter. You'll never see the guy again if yeah. he says no. Turns out, it's worth guy it. Ever. So anyway, so as we're arguing about it, I'm like, Fine, fuck it, I'll go. So I get right. out of the car and the guy's walking down his driveway and he motions me to pull the car in.
1: Oh fun! He so heard I, the car. He heard yeah. it. It's
0: loud as fuck. Well, just like yeah. I like. So I ended up pulling into his driveway and the guy was awesome.
2: Yeah, he well, was he, super great, dude. He, he had figured out that instead of putting miles on an on his, this is gonna sound kind of funny in retrospect, but instead of put a instead of putting miles on his F forty and driving it to the car show, he just let the car show come to him. So, he, so just he just like lets it sit there, yeah, and he anybody that wants his to come in. SLS oh, I see and his what you F40 mean. Parked out, and people yeah, just so come people
1: up to just it. stop and talk to him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So, so he's he like, figured
0: that out. "You want to you want to open it up?" And so I helped him open the rear lid of oh, the wow, thing, which yeah. was heavier than I thought it was going to yeah, be, flimsier than I thought, it was flimsy. Be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's like, "You want st- to start it up?" So we basically did like this little mini film oh. of this of this of the F40. So I'm so glad we stopped. That was really like a really intense part of the trip maybe not my favorite but it was it was really cool yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed that cool quite a bit but the thing sounded you know a little rough at start when it was cold. I felt once, bad. Yeah. <laughs> he started it and immediately
1: started revving it.
2: Yeah. You know? I was, <laughs> it, was it was cold. Like, I was like... Bruh, 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 so it was misfiring bruh. a little bit.
0: But it, yeah. once it warmed up, things sounded so... It sounded oh yeah. so
1: cool. Amazing. Just that small displacement v8 yeah. tur- You could hear the turbos oh, just yeah. like whirring away. Yep. And it a was, third exhaust pipe that's actually for function instead yeah. of our new Ferraris that just yep. have three exhaust pipes.
0: Yep. So that was cool. So we did a little... Alex did a little film of that. And yep. uh, I tried to stay out of his way, but... I Probably didn't do it no. It was
1: it was great. It was awesome. Very cool. Yeah. So after Car Week, then because I do want to well, get. Wait, to wait. The, what was so your
2: what was your favorite part of Car Week? What did you? Uh, all of it. Like there, I mean, I mean, it was just there's so many little special things, right? Like turning the corner in Carm in uh yeah Carmel and seeing a Bugatti, one of two Bugatti EB110s that's in the United States oh, and wow. a Veyron, both in black and white, just chilling in the middle of the street, or and a Ferrari you- 250. Yeah, just sitting G2. parked on the street just oh, right wow. there. And then going to like the nearby shops, like I went to go in and get a beverage of some type with you. And there was a sign that said like Lamborghini Veneno parking $5,000, like little stuff uh, like that. That's just it's just awesome. so all of the, it
1: for the uninitiated. Like myself, what explain what Car Week is? Because okay, this isn't so, like SEMA where it's a big industry. No, show. So this is basically you've got Laguna Seca.
0: Historics, The Monterey Historic Races right. at Laguna. Okay. Mazda Laguna Seca So is Raceway. that what it
1: surrounds? is yes. This historic race. So it's yeah. got race. the
0: historic race, but then okay. everybody else comes there and basically takes over an entire city. Right. I mean, you're driving. You can't drive 30 seconds without seeing a Murcielago. That would be like yeah. low tier. Right. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's another one. I mean, <laughs> probably the most special car that we saw was a Rimac. Yep. Yeah. Know, all I, electric. All electric. High oh, car. that's the one that uh, Hammond. Hammond. Hammond crashed. Yeah. Gotcha. So I, Alex goes... I, I didn't even know
2: what it was at the time.
0: Alex was like, oh, I don't know if a, I would recognize Rymac. it. It's a Rimac, and I was like, what the hell is that? And he's yeah. like, oh, it's a supercar we with like
2: When we were leaving the Baja Cantina, yep. like we were like, okay, we're done, we're not gonna shoot anything more. We're yeah. going go back to the you know Airbnb, and this thing passed us in the other lane. And I like freaked out. I was like, dude, he, we, gotta out big we gotta turn around. We gotta turn around. We can run back. you know, whatever. And and he pulls up next to it, and the guy's like, we were like, dude, thumbs up, like beautiful car. And the guy says says back at Chris like, beautiful car, like your 911 is was, was, like love the blue, so cool. I was, it was pretty. I'm sure it helped. And it was during, the owner of the company. Yeah, it was like one of the co-owners. Yeah, was, oh, really? Yeah, it was the owner yeah. of the company. Was, oh, geez. Really, I think it was really the neat. same guy who interviewed I was going to say, Hammond. they did an interview after yeah, that whole thing the same happened. Guy. Yep. Oh, that's
0: really cool. I think. Wow. So that was that was neat. I mean, yeah. just be, I mean, it was just not... I can't even impress upon people enough what it was like. I mean, it was just... It was almost like when you're weightlifting and you ask for more weights to get put on, but you, and it's just like, you're just trying to hold it from crushing your chest. Okay. <laughs> and it's like that. Just imagine like 300 supercars on a barbell and you're trying to pick it up. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's like what <laughs> you, visually just, you're just overwhelmed. Yeah. Stimulation you know? overload. Yeah. As yeah. I've said, it's like being waterboarded by cool shit. Yeah. I mean, you just cannot stop seeing stuff. I mean, you go to the auctions and it's insane and you go to, you're just walking around and it's insane and it's just. So what, what days
1: are the actual historic race? Do you know where? Did like you attend the whole, those, it's Basically, basically the, whole time. It's the whole time. It is. Yeah. Okay. So they have like practices, and right. You yeah, know, and then they have like some whatever. of the some of the slower
0: cars do some other stuff, and okay. there's like a pre a Prehistorics, yeah, and then you have the actual
1: historic. I, I don't those, are, those yeah. are the yeah. that's probably the not dinosaurs the right driving
2: <laughs> <laughs> the T Rexes. Like, not to because we just I don't think we're going to talk much about the auctions, but just to say the, the ridiculousness of the auctions was yeah. insane. Like, there was a the prices, a, or just the that car, too. There was but... a Ford GT, yeah, blue, right stripes with 60 miles on it. Wow, like those are the kind of and then there was a guy. I was like, dude, that makes drive you sad though, so sad, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but, anyways, yeah, so the, the, the historics was awesome, and I never realized how isolated Laguna Seca is on this little like mountain hill thing. It the elevation be, is crazy, it's yeah. way up on top of a oh, really can be huge a half mile away from the track and not hear the cars. It's, it's so weird. high up, it's really cool. Oh, I yeah. suppose the sound and the just elevation changes are just crazy there. Yeah, yeah, well,
1: yeah. you know, the famous corkscrew, right? Yeah,
0: that's. Seeing that in person was intense because I'm you sure. don't realize it's
2: basically you might as well just take an elevator down. Yeah. <laughs> it's know, crazy. It's, it's pretty steep. There was a it's guy who steep. passed on the corkscrew while we were there, like passed on the inside of the corkscrew, and we all like freaked out. And yeah. everyone was like, yeah that's, yeah. that's when I felt like I was going to say, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was that is crazy.
0: It was neat to be shooting there
1: too. And
2: I was going to say, so then at some point, point I you did actually car, shoot yeah.
0: Corolla's
1: 935. Yep. Yep. Okay. With a yeah. zillion other photographers. Oh my God. I had to have Alex tell
0: other photographers to get. The, the F out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it was like, move, you need to move because yep. this, this is an is, organized this shoot. This is an organized shoot. This is an exclusive. You need to get the F out of my way. Yeah. And finally, I was like, Alex, tell that guy to fucking knock it off. And he did. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know that he would, but he, he basically did. He was like, he went over there. And I, was, I could see him like pointing and talking to the guy and then pointing at me. Yeah. Like, god got him an asshole, but I don't fucking care. No, I don't believe yeah, me. That that was, yeah. So yep. that was, that sucked a little bit.
1: So but. finally, you were able to peel away from all the festivities at Car Week yep. and yep. get on to the actual road trip back home. Right. Yeah. many Minnesota. Um, how did you guys plan out your route? Um, that was
0: me. Yeah, basically. I was about to
1: say, he- I planned it all out on paper maps.
0: Okay. So I thought, and based on some recommendations of some Porsche people online, but I, I I bought
2: a map for every state that we'd be traveling through.
1: Okay. And then I looked at the map. You for know Bro- they make like almanac
2: books for this, Chris?
1: Yeah, but they're not yeah. big enough.
2: <laughs> on, on that note, I think Chris got a lot of enjoyment out of telling me to open up a full-size map in the passenger seat of a 911. It all basically this, <laughs> sticks out both the windows. <laughs> yeah. With all this scrawl on it and then telling me like, what, what highway are we supposed to be on? Like, and you're like I, and I like, I don't know. I was like, I have no idea. They <laughs> yeah. make a GPS for this. Yeah. And yeah, then he's like, "Oh, we weren't gonna have reception, like we did have reception. We had a lot of reception. <laughs> More than lot I reception. thought that we would. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's that's I like that kind of mindset. You know, you're going analog in the old car. You're using yeah. the old school maps. You know, penciling out your route. I was like, hey, I'm like Alex.
0: Do you know yeah. what it means when there's a black triangle and a red triangle? Do you know what it means in these oh, numbers? No mean? fucking clue. I don't I was, care
1: to know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to teach An him how, education how to like in, yeah. uh, geography, Just yeah. how to use the maps
0: and stuff like that. But yeah, I did it on I did it on paper because I wanted to." Just in case I wanted to be prepared. Right. It's like I didn't. What the fuck? I'm going to get lost in this car out in the desert. No. Like when we
2: almost got killed by a bear or whatever. Oh, my God. That's. Yeah, that was. Is that too far ahead to say now? No,
0: we, whatever. There was. So we were in. Uh, this is. Yeah, we'll talk about once we get to Utah. This OK. Remind me. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. Let's Utah go chronological. Here. So we.
1: um Because I, I guess what I wanted to get to is the whole other point of this was not to just take the most direct route back. And right. Just take which would freeway. have saved us at least 15 to 18 hours. But you yep. wanted to kind of experience all these side roads yep. and the fun twisties yep. and everything along the way and actually exactly. see, And I, see I wanted the the
0: to I wanted to see what it was like to be in true nowhere, to feel totally and completely isolated and alone other than Alex. I was gonna say yeah. except for Alex. <laughs> yeah. It was you know, Alex is a really good road trip partner because he never shuts up. It's yep. like a radio it's like a radio that you can't yep. turn off. Pretty much. But
2: it really was is there nice. a volume control. On? There's no
0: vol I I it, what I would do is I would just be like I'm all done. And then I just put my headphones on. <laughs> yeah. And I'd shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was it was actually really, really nice having him to, to talk to the whole way. It was it was really really made the yeah. time go oh, faster sure. than faster than we it could have. We made
2: a have. good team. There was definitely a right before we started the trip, we were like, you know, if we're friends for a long time, we're gonna hate each other potentially after this trip forever and then never talk to each other. Yeah. Because we're gonna just be in a car well, together for three weeks. You're whatever, back here. So, for... I've never I even mean, spent was... that much solid time with my wife. I, I was gonna
1: yeah. say I mean it
0: was three weeks basically unseparated. So yep. You guys were very intimate. Very together. close, yes. yes. yeah. <laughs> we didn't kill each other. Yeah, we <laughs> didn't kill amazing. each other until afterward. Yep. Right. <laughs> um so yeah, we we left the day of the big eclipse. Remember the eclipse that yes, happened? Yes, I do so remember. So we left this. that day and we were like, okay, the eclipse is gonna happen so we like tried to like peel off and find a place to watch the eclipse, which ended up being ultimately really disappointing. The lamest thing. Where ever. we were it was yeah. super lame.
1: Because you weren't far enough what, south to really yeah, yeah. Get the like that. the north, Get the we totality. Were far north. Okay, it was we north. We north. That's right. Because that was our down. first
0: day. That was we were on our way to, through the Stanislaus National Forest and over the Sonora Pass. Because yeah. we were, I wanted to go the fastest route, is to go through Yosemite National Park. Right. But I just assumed, probably rightly, that it was going to be full of
2: tourists. Tourists.
0: Yeah. And I've already driven that route before. That's the route I t- took home originally when I lived in San Francisco. As we went through Yosemite, and um. So I wanted to take a different route. So we went through 108. I think is the name of the road, and that's yep. so that go- goes north. It goes north through the Sonora Pass, which is actually I think it's higher than the Yosemite Pass, and it's okay. and you can't trailer through there. It's basically it's there's signs that say do not travel because trailer of the, the elevation changes. It's and- not the elevation changes. It's the switchbacks.
2: Oh sure. He saluted a guy in an F one fifty who was going. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I saw an F one fifty towing a big trailer, and I just put my hand up to my eyebrow, and like, I just saluted good on him, you, like, sir. Like good luck, cool. man. Good luck. And I just I remember I could hear like the dun, 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 like the little like trombone <laughs> funeral music playing in my head, you know, as as he drove by. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I, but he ended up pulling off and turning around and not doing it, which is oh, wow. probably good based on some of the stuff that we went through. Yeah. It was pretty intense.
2: And but it was perfect raining. Nine
0: Eleven roads? Yeah, but it was really scary. It was terrifying. I mean, this is death if you yeah. fall off some of these roads. Yeah, it was so
2: raining. It was cold. There was thunder. There's there was raining. raining. It it was when clouds. it would thunder, yeah.
0: We're at like. I don't know what is it ten thousand feet Ele- or something ten or like eleven thousand feet. So it was a little thunder, more intense. It literally than used felt to? like someone was dropping a bowling ball on the car on the ground <laughs> right next to you, like one yeah. the size of your car. I mean, it was the thunder was so intense. I've never ever even heard thunder that loud before. It was just because we were in the cloud, the storm cloud, yeah. at ten thousand feet. That was so God was,
1: telling you you're an idiot driving
0: this. <laughs> yeah, probably. But so the roads were wet, and it was just like the car didn't really have any power, and so it was it was fun to drive, but it wasn't. Uh, I, I I didn't drive the car hard I'll just right. say that mm-hmm. just because well was, and that's not what it was about it was about no it was kind about of the just experience being there. and just yeah yep. it was about being there and roads. experiencing it and we got out and took a picture at the at the pass itself yep. and uh yeah it was uh it was it was really great I mean it was we got some really beautiful footage of the clouds rolling over the mountains and stuff like that yeah and uh, it was our first cathartic moment of wow I mean that was it was wow all the way up but when we got to the top and were there it was like it was almost you know,
1: like an accomplishment
0: yeah it was definitely yeah. an accomplishment it was our first you know, you know, uh notch on our belt per se. You know, that sure. we finally
1: Okay. So that was California. Then you went through to So then we stayed at Mammoth Lakes.
0: Was that Mammoth Lakes in California? Yeah, I think we stayed at Mammoth Lakes right before we got into Nevada. Okay. So we stayed there God man, getting into our hotel room there was awful. Yes. Like there's it's like a ski resort okay. and it's just this enormous place. It's so fucking big yeah that we couldn't find where we were supposed you to stay to we, find couldn't find like... we couldn't find the office we couldn't find motel
1: like... eight right off the
0: freeway well i planned everything ahead so yeah. i had all the you know planned out where we were gonna go so we finally found our room and crashed but in our room was 914 yep. and right across was it was a room 917 <laughs> well you so, should have been in 911 <laughs> yeah that, that would have been you know it would have been too good yeah so um from there we left to drive through nevada which was uh it was the the, 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 the alien section. Was, right? Oh, right.
1: Uh, Area 51. We yep. did go
0: through Area 51. We went to the back to Area
2: 51. It was it's terrifying. called the and it's called the
0: must. extraterrestrial <laughs> highway. Oh, yeah. it, is it really? It's actually there called is extra now a
2: pelican part sticker on the extraterrestrial highway <laughs> at, because yeah. left of your of mark. Mr. Giraffe Man here was able to put it up there.
0: Yeah, so we, I mean, when you're when you're driving, so you you think about like Arizona or you know Nevada right. or whatever you You, you Think desert. of these roads and it's just these flat roads forever. Yep. But it's not quite as flat as you think it is. Oh man! So you you look into the, the disc, it is run. flat. Yeah. Oh yeah, we tried to do a top speed run. Okay. And the roads are. Pretty shitty. Oh, I so mean, it was there. Hopping, you were bouncing around. I yeah. think I got up to like 125, and I'm yeah. like, nah, I'm all done because there wasn't that much
1: power in the car, right? Because what were you, your revs at there if you're in top gear? I have doing, no idea. Many were watching, many a lot. Yeah, many.
0: I can probably 5,000. Someone watch the trailer
2: and then just look at the tank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's some, <laughs> yeah, it's in there.
0: There's some, some seriously high speed stuff in that, but um. So the roads kind of undulates quite a bit. Yeah. But the thing is, is you drive on these flats for a while and you can see like a mountains in the distance and you think right. you're done. But then you go over to the mountains, the road turns okay. like, you know, 35, 40 degrees. And then it's the same thing. But it's kind of like it undulates a little bit. So it's not quite as flat as you think. But, yeah, you're just going from mountain to mountain to mountain it to mountain. It feels like
2: you're going to lose your mind.
1: Yeah, because it you think
0: you're going <laughs> to see something new when you crest over these hills. But then it's just the same
1: can you ever. imagine like going west through that for the first
2: time, Oregon Trail style? And oh you'd yeah. Make
1: it over one crest and say, yeah. Oh that's crap. not California. Yeah. Well what's weird <laughs> is you can kind of see
2: I mean there's entire city like villages that are just gone. Yeah. They're just ghost towns really? on the sides of the highway. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Now, did you guys go through Death Valley at all? Because I remember when I no. drove we went my Volkswagen Valley. back. <laughs> Dis- we went through Death Valley and it was exactly like that. We're just long, straight. You so could we probably fall on, asleep for an hour and we We were on highway straight. six. Okay. Which is
0: basically the loneliest road in the country. Yep,
1: is that that's, that's
0: what they that's call the it? Tr-
1: that's the name. So the <laughs> there
0: is a road, another road that's called the
2: loneliest road in the country, but yeah. it's not. This one is. What well, okay. was it? 186 miles from gas station to gas station. Wow. Was, I
0: think it was even maybe a little bit even more than that. Yeah. So I mean, it was there was nothing. The only thing we saw was a solar array, you know, out yep. in the distance. Sure. So I mean, it was there was really nothing
2: at all, at
0: all. <laughs> truly, truly nothing, and it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was amazing. It to was see. very, very cool. And yeah. seeing
2: like a, what was it, F 18 or something like that? Yeah, that when we were at, when we left, just when we Area 51, through. it
0: buzzed us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then
2: when we were in, uh, not to backtrack to Area 51, but we were in this building trying to buy like a sticker, I think. Yeah. Chris is and obsessed has, with stickers. I wanted a
0: sticker of Area 51. Okay. I've been there. Yeah. I wanted one. Li-
2: we're in this little shop with a giant tin alien outside of it. And I'm just standing there, like looking around. I'm looking at a Star Wars poster, and all of a sudden, the building goes, and we're like, "What was that?" And, and was I like just, freaked out. And there's a sound barrier. Yeah, a plane broke wow. the sound barrier right above us. The lady is like, just like, oh crap!" And I'm like, "What Everything was shook. That? And she's it?" She's like, wild. Oh, they broke the sound barrier." It wasn't yeah. a boom. It was almost like a,
0: <laughs> like if you were a drop of marble in water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was weird. Oh, you yeah.
2: it was this weird sound. It anyway. was very strange. Probably because it was in a giant tin can, but could be. Yeah. <laughs> so then we hit Utah.
1: Yep. And apparently. It ran from a bear. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That yep. was. So...
2: So, so we had pulled over to do some like photography. Actually, no, we were doing drone shots at night to show how desolate it was because it was just his car and then darkness. So I wanted yeah. to
0: have I wanted the headlights to be shining yep. and then ha- have that basically paint the scene as we drove through some of these really yeah. twisty. Which is
2: actually in the intro of the film. So, yeah, it's, it's cool. Yep.
0: Um, but we're, we're like, hey, why don't we stop and do some night photography? If we got some sure. Tripods here. Let's do it. So we're out there. just shooting and did I hear something or did I just turn around and see it yeah you saw it
2: Eyes, (laughs) eyes
0: like on top of a cliff looking at us and they would disappear and then they'd come back a little lower on the cliff yep and I just freaked. We you're both, like,
1: well, uh, I think it's seven
0: guys. When you think
2: about it, like we're in the middle of nowhere. There's no light, and we're just standing there in the, in the middle dark, of an ecosystem in the dark. Yeah. And we're really like noisy, and I'm sure the animals were just like, "How dumb are these fucks?" Like, <laughs> oh man. It was, just it was something was coming for us. Like yeah. I am 100, percent sure.
0: I mean, we packed everything in the car about as fast as we could possibly do, yep. and then you know ran off. But that yep. was. It doesn't sound scary yet, saying it again. Well, but it was when it was you're in the terrifying. moment. I can imagine yeah. it
2: was. And it's it's the darkest place I've ever seen. Like, it's there's dark. no light at yeah. all. Stars it's like look, look amazing. You can see the stripe of oh, the Milky sure. Way like you would not yeah. believe. Yeah. It's like when you w- look out into, like, Lake Superior or something, and it's just pitch black. Yep. It's the same Like thing. that in 360 degrees. Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah. We were, we were about ice. to get eaten. Yeah.
0: So then we went and stayed at... That was probably the best place that we stayed, I think, was we had this little cabin. Yeah, and heard someone have an orgasm. Oh, yeah, there was an orgasm that happened. (laughs) uh, (laughs) There was a, a, a guy and a girl that were... Stand next it. to us, and they they went for it, man. He gave her a good time. Yeah, for about 30 uh, seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. very short. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, ah, oh, poor girl. Yeah, there's so much more to and life you than whatever guys that was. Knock
1: on the door and say, yeah. "All right, uh, next." Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, um, I got a
2: shot of the car with a bunch of, but the Milky Way. A time lapse and... with the Milky Way moving yeah. across the really sky. Okay. It, was it was really pretty. Really, really, really pretty. I thought you are going to yep. see a shot of something else. The Milky, no, yeah. the Milky yes. Way. Time lapse of the guy having sex with
0: two. So the next morning, we went on Hogsback Ridge. Okay, which was. For me, what I'd been looking forward to the whole trip.
1: And is this because you knew of Hogsback Ridge? I knew
0: of that. He'd I, sent I, I, me I, drone footage before we left and he was like,
1: we're gonna be on this. He's so good.
2: Okay. I
0: basically planned a lot of the route around getting there. Right. Because I saw it and I wanted to be there so badly, and I wanted to drive there and and drive on this road, which is basically um, if you think of the word hogback ridge, you're on top of the spine. Of On top of this mountain, basically, what drops hundreds and hundreds of feet off on each side. There's no railings. There's nothing. So it just drops off. Right. So you drive across, and it twists back and forth. And it's not super long. I mean, it was only 300 yards. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But there was one point in the sun. We we got there before sunrise. I'm like, we got to get there before sunrise. Mm -hmm. This I should say this. I made Alex get up (laughs) at probably 530 (laughs) in the morning every single day. And I remember
1: being a college student. That is not when you want to wake up. And and the
2: funniest part was every day he'd be like, oh, we're getting up this early today so that we can sleep in tomorrow. (laughs) And then the next morning would come in and be like, all right, 530, let's go. And he'd throw a pillow at my face. And I was like, no, dude, (laughs) (laughs) I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so we got up at 530 again because I wanted to be it might even have been
0: like 430. It was like 430, 445. So I wanted to get there. I wanted to do the drone footage at sunrise. I wanted the drone up, and I wanted to be driving as the sun crested
2: the the hill.
0: And we were, and we were there, and it was fantastic. Fucking
2: amazing! He was so <laughs> excited about this, and I didn't want to screw that up. That I still have an alarm on my phone that's set for like five in the morning, and it's titled "Don't forget the fucking drone." <laughs> <laughs> like it's act- every time when I wake up at school now. Like if that goes off, it's I, I remember that moment. So, um, but that I had the the moment for me on the trip. While I was there, and I
0: was um, the sun was basically you know running parallel with us at that point because it just crested right. the horizon, and I was driving, and there was a cliff to my left. And I and I remember the sun shining through the car, and I looked over to the left, and I could see my shadow of myself driving so like my car. It's a perfect silhouette of the it's car. It's a perfect what silhouette.
2: Perfect silhouette. Of the perfect car. silhouette.
0: And I remember waving at myself, and almost crying because I just it impacted me so much that what I was driving and where I was and what I was what I thought I was accomplishing for myself, and you know I thought about what I was bringing Alex with, and, and all the culmination of all the car things I've ever done, I felt like it led to that. Yeah, because it, it was such a journey to get that car and then it was such a journey to get where we were and seeing myself doing this thing that I had planned out and wanted to do so badly that when I looked over, I just I literally waved at myself like, <laughs> I like, it. like, well, I would like, like, w- like it was another person that, right. that yeah. I was like greeting another individual. And it was myself like you
1: were acknowledging that you this was this was it for you. I I, it was it's something like that. It's it's almost like
2: I I don't know how to explain it. I think what it was is for the whole time when we were on this trip, we were both in this car and it felt really like isolated. Right. Like we're both in the car going through a place. It wasn't really we're part of this area or a part of this destination. And when he waved at himself, I think it was kind of him. Allowing the destination to realize that he was like the he made the environment change and respond to him. And then he was like, holy shit, we're actually here. Like he kind of broke the the tourism. It was tears. I was in the
0: car alone at that point, too, because Alex was flying the drone or whatever. But I I just remember distinctly waving at me. And I was like, it was like another me. And I was finally... The other me was there with me.
2: That was definitely part of the trip where he wishes I wasn't in the car for a while because you wanted to drive that road. I did. I wanted to yourself. drive it back and forth many times.
0: <laughs> yeah. But we had to go. I mean, we had another other shit to see, another. other and Nebraska other shit to, do. to smell. Yep.
1: Was oh, it basically yeah. downhill from there as far as, you know, because then you got into cornfields.
2: It and didn't get any cooler, I don't think.
0: Well, we went through what was the name of the forest that we went through over and over and over again? Uh, something Dixie, Dixie National, Dixie forest. National forest. We are like driving. Song, like hey, welcome to Dixie, National Forest. Thank you for visiting Dixie National Forest over and over and over <laughs> again. Like weird. we were just like in and out of this forest, but it was cool, like you coming into Colorado and stuff. But none of that was necessarily as cool as That's coming over Sonora Ridge. Pass or okay. yeah. So
2: Crested Butte was pretty crested
0: there was a lot of don't get me wrong there was some really beautiful and pretty things but it wasn't quite on par with everything else that we'd kind of seen yeah and at that point admittedly after being gone for two weeks basically right we were just ready to be done yeah and I I had finally run out of energy and we met some dudes in uh in Colorado talked to them about you know we well sorry we just met them for lunch and we talked about the the drive and you know where we were going and they wanted to take us on this great cruise, and I was like, "No, guys,
2: like we just, just, don't, to, have the, sorry, the just don't have." I'm sorry, I just don't have the gas yes. left in my own tank. It was cool though; they did follow us for a while, and when we were driving, they back, did. Yeah. did it.
0: And after that, after Colorado, just north of Denver, we just were like flat out the rest of the way through Nebraska and home. Yep. Yep. and that's basically it. So,
1: highlight for you was definitely Hogback. The Ridge whole trip, right there. Hogsback Ridge. Okay, seeing myself
0: in an out of basically what. Is an out of body experience if you really think about okay. it. Okay. It's yeah. like myself being depicted on this wall over here. That's cool. Yeah. It was, was yeah. incredible. I have a, a picture of it. I just posted it on Instagram. Yep. And it'll probably, photo, it'll probably yeah. get no likes whatsoever because it's, <laughs> it's a
2: terrible photo. I thought about that when you, sent, when you posted that. I was like, no one knows how much this is. Well, the context. Yeah. 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 Nobody gets it. So, yeah. I
0: mean, I talk about it in the article a little bit and explain yep. it, but, you know, that's really just for me. You know, I don't even know how to explain how much that meant to me. For some reason, I don't even know why it impacted yeah. me so much.
2: Yeah, what it just did. Yeah. What about I'll you, Alex? It. Rusty Slammington ride. Was, yeah, that was well, the highlight. Yeah, it it just means a lot because I had I I the the car means a lot to me and I had told Mike I was like I don't know if you understand how much this <laughs> just because you
1: had followed it and this yeah. is like inspiration.
2: Yeah, I I mean I straight up told him I was like dude I don't know if you understand how much this means to me but this is my favorite car ever yeah. and for someone to go no I under like he didn't say it but he he basically went no I understand. And gave me a ride in it was that was the best. Yeah, that was cool.
1: So overall, what uh, what were kind of your takeaways? What what would you? I guess I'll ask this: What would you do differently if you had to go do that same road trip again? I'd live there? Nothing. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Nothing. I would never. I wouldn't do anything differently. Okay. I mean, there was.
0: I mean, we skipped. We did, we went to Santa Cruz. We went to San Francisco. We visited Canapa. I mean, there's so much stuff that we did in that week or week and a half period of time. That there's not even enough time on the podcast to
2: talk about it. So, Right. one thing that was, so, as Chris just said, like, wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring my roll cage. Yeah, <laughs> like the one I told him to take out of the car. But so no it wouldn't get in God. the way of all my film equipment. Oh, Especially man, when sucked. your co-pilot is a giraffe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. move the seat back. Alex, move then, the
0: seat forward. It's banging on the roll cage. Yeah, that every
2: 10 miles. Uh Now, one thing, I, I actually, I think it was a bummer that we didn't visit uh Hoonigan. I really wish we would have visited. Hoonigan okay, job. he, he wanted me weird. to go do burnouts at Hoonigan, or just visit. I mean, they <laughs> not have even like go in, just do there and do but burnouts. And... They're kind of for me. They're in the same place as Stance works, so not not being able to see it didn't shop work out. Was, I, I was I was wanted to, wanted to
0: do it. We were going to do it, but they were sure. closed or something. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. the time um, we we're going to
2: go. So it wasn't a big deal that we didn't see that. But other than that, the, the trip was perfect. It okay, was, it was amazing. What's uh What's the next trip then? Uh, I want to do it again in my M Coupe.
0: I might ship my car out there for Sport and come back a different way. That'd be really fun. I don't know. It depends on if I can. I'll probably wear these R-Compound 90 Treadwork tires out by the time <laughs> Yeah, September you'll comes make it around. through one yep. state and so then have I'll, to change I might, tires. I might ship my car out there. Um, my buddy Steve might ship his 911 out there. My buddy Chad might ship his 911 oh, out there. Oh, fun. So we might have like a three uh, 911 train driving back from that Monterey like again. That's awesome! It would be awesome. That would yeah. be fun.
1: And I would invite you along, but I think you'll be in college. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess to kind of wrap up this part of it then, what would, you, what would you tell others who are either thinking about doing a road trip like this, planning something, or maybe if, if people haven't experienced the U.S. in this way where you're kind of driving across country? I've done it a couple of times, but I think a lot of people you know, haven't really gone out and seen the country in this way, the, the old uh, you know, taking a road trip. You, you can take a flight so much easier. Yeah. I think that What are people I, missing
0: when I, I guess I should go back to say that the one thing I would do differently is I wouldn't do that trip differently. But if I were to do it again, I mm-hmm. would make the road trip the whole trip. OK, yeah. so I could stay places and see things and camp because all we saw was the road, which right. was cool. I mean, that's you know, I took a lot of pictures of the road. That's what I really wanted it to be about was the road itself. And I took a lot of pictures of just that. Because that's, you know, that's what I, the goal was, was to get home and experience the road. But to do it again, I'd like to maybe camp and see some of the beautiful things. I mean, we went through some some seriously beautiful places that we didn't get to see.
2: And right. if you have a reliable enough car or a fun enough car, I think it's totally worth it to use to take advantage of the beautiful racetracks that are in California and actually drive on them. So like Willow Springs, yeah, like cool we passed too. right by Willow Springs and we were like, well, we can't go there because we don't want to, you know, jinx the whole driving (laughs) that car on there but but i think if you're going to go out there i think it would be worth it to to do a road you know a racetrack
0: i would camp all the way home i think is what i would do Do i would go to the national parks i would spend more time there i would maybe make a instead of making a two-week trip of car week and then the drive home i would do no car week and then i Mm -hmm. would just especially now that i've already seen it i would just do the just do the drive yep you know i think that would be be worth it yep
1: Awesome. Follow-up question. I just thought of this. This wasn't written down, but so you did this in your nine eleven. That was admittedly a bit rough. Not the ideal road trip car, maybe, but has the fun factor. Right. Because you I... obviously want something fun and cool enough to to use it through the twisties, but when you're just, you know, mowing down miles through Nebraska, mm-hmm. you might want something a little more comfortable with a longer gearbox in it. What would be in your mind then the ideal road trip? You have that balance of comfort where it can just eat away miles, but it's still fun enough to you have a 993. I would take a ideal 993.
2: Ideal road trip or ideal road trip
1: car? Ideal road trip car. Okay. Okay. Uh, 993. That would be just what because I would l- it's a more modern version. More of a modern, modern
0: version of what I was already doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would just, I mean, you could go 130 miles an hour across the desert if you wanted to and be fine.
2: Right. I think if I had either a, M- a V10 M5 or a, uh, a six speed M Coupe, that would be pretty much it. Okay. Very it was cool. really cool when we were in LA. When we were in your car, since it's just painted too, we were like, "Hey, we feel kind of, we feel like we're it's important special. people driving yeah. around here." It cause was it's expensive to live there, so if you're driving oh, like a vintage 911 in nice clothes in LA, you kind of look like somebody. So it was a good time. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was. It was kind of weird the the attention the car got in Monterey. I thought it wouldn't get any attention, but I think people thought it was, you know, it's different than a bunch of Lamborghinis driving around. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it they, liked, they liked they like seeing school. something different, which was. Okay. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys on your thoughts. That's awesome. It makes me want to go out and do a road trip, and, <laughs> and you know, maybe not in the winter, but plan it right there. Yeah. So I
0: guess that's that's all we're gonna do. I think that's it for this for this episode. I think um, so. I uh, I really appreciate Alex coming out. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And I can't wait to have you back again. And thanks, Jake. Thank it. you for being here. Absolutely. absolutely, I appreciate it. Take care, guys. Yeah.